Good morning, everyone watching here live on BAM YouTube. Let me know in the comments where you are tuning in from. The hot sheet covers what you need to know about the real estate industry in a 24-hour time period. On today's hot sheet, I will cover a jump in home purchase applications once again, the Realtor Confidence Index, more job cuts on the way, and rising taxes for businesses. Today is Tuesday, January 24th, 2023, and the hot sheet starts now. All right, here we are. It's week three. I said it yesterday. This has been an incredibly ambitious undertaking for BAM to do this hot sheet live every single day at 930. We've made some mistakes. Uh, we're going to continue to make this show better. Hope you guys are enjoying it. The best way to support the show is to give us a thumbs up immediately as this, these videos start and to share it with one person who's interested in housing and a 24-hour look back on everything to do with real estate. Let's get right into topic number one. Uh, this is the housing wire, <clears throat> excuse me, market tracker, which comes out every single Monday reports this. And it's a great piece of content to kind of condense what's going on with mortgage and inventory and purchase applications have soared once again. Last week, we talked about uh, them going up 28% in one week. Mortgage applications demand, buyer demand up 28%. People actually applying for a mortgage in one week. And now this week, after a 28% increase, they are up 25%. And a little bit of context as Logan Motoshami uh, from Housing Wire said in the article that we need to uncover. We'll do that in just a second. Inventory though, declined 566 units after increasing 1,339 the week prior. That, if you saw yesterday's hot sheet, concerns me quite a bit. Happy about the mortgage applications, but inventory going down is not a good sign overall as we sit here at 970,000 total units, according to NAR, under a million once again, reaching an all-time low range. We want to get up to one and a half million, two million even, or more. We're a long, long way from that. Purchase applications uh, being up 25%, though, let's take the good news as we get it. And that is a solid week-to-week -week gain of 25%. And the context here is going to be critical. So we'll, we'll get into that here. Uh, the 566 units, not a significant decline. I still don't love it. Okay. What is the context that I'm referring to on this mortgage application 25% increase, okay? Uh, the year-over-year -year data, year-over-year -year purchase application is most important because that is the new volume growth. Since we are working from the mother of all low bars, any change we might see this year needs context. However, considering mortgage rates haven't cracked below 6% yet, it's encouraging to see the stabilization forming with rates bouncing between uh, low sixes and seven. Obviously, we've been in the low sixes here since the start of the year and really at the end of the year last year. Uh, we want to focus on data from now until this is this is the big one here. We want to focus on this data from now until the first week of May. After May, total volumes always fall. Uh, so don't forget purchase application data looks out 30 to 90 days at minimum. Okay. So what Logan is saying is that it's normal. It's natural that in middle January until the first week of May, 
we're going to see poor purchase applications increase. More buyers start their home shopping journey at the beginning of the year. So this is normal to see. Now, what is not normal outside of the last couple of years is as they start this home journey, this home shopping journey, is that they have really no homes to look at in context to a normal market. About half the homes we should see, about 2 million homes in a normal market. So we want to see new listings and inventory start to increase. Now, a 30 day to a 30 to 90 day look, if we've got applications that are happening right now, up 25% this week, up 28% last week, we can predict that the next 30 to 90 days, there's going to be high demand on the inventory that's available. Okay. So if I'm somebody who's consulting a home seller, I definitely want to share that information with them. Hey, home shoppers are out there right now looking at property. So if you're asking me, when's the best time to list my home? I want to take those data points into consideration if I'm advising a seller. The big part of this is I want to show them what's happening with inventory, obviously on a local scale, but let's talk wide right now. What's going on nationally in inventory while we see this increase in demand? The downside of this past week is that weekly housing inventory declined slightly. So last week we said it grew 1,339 units, but this week it declined 566 units last week. These are very tight numbers. These are small numbers when you're talking about a country with 330 million people. So weekly inventory change from January 13th to January 20th fell from 472,688 to 472,122. Same week Last year, January 14th to January 21, we were at 283,656 to 276,865. So nowhere near the all-time low of last year, but still in an all-time low range, okay? So normal markets, these numbers would be much, much higher. So we've got to take that into consideration. In the daily download link down below, I have this chart available for you. This is from Altos Research. Uh, Housing Wire owns Altos Research, and this was generated just the other day, January 21st. You can see that inventory has potentially, though, hit its its bottoming point, right? We, we want to see the point where it starts to go up. We saw a little tick down this week, but hopefully we start to see it go up earlier than normal years. You don't see it in 2022 go up until about April, let's say March or April. You don't see it go up in 2021 really until after April. We want to see this go up like in February. Right now would be a really good time. I'm not too bullish that the summer and the second half of the year are going to be really strong mar a market for housing. I don't think that, and we're going to talk about some of the reasons why here on today's hot sheet as some um, new news has, has come out to support some of the more bearish claims against the economy. Uh, I want to make sure that the buyers that are locked into 6% or maybe even high fives have enough inventory. So this information, like what's going on right now uh, in our, as it relates to inventory, is something that's really important to get out there to the masses for people that are thinking about selling their home. Seasonally, more inventory will increase 
throughout the year and then start to come down as we get closer to the holidays. So th this is what happens historically almost every single year. You can set your watch to it. We just want to see this thing start shooting up now. We need the inventory now so that we don't get into a situation where houses inflate too much and the Fed decides, okay, we're going to do something more drastic. You're seeing reports that Jerome Powell and the Federal Reserve are likely going to maybe pull back on January 31st and February 1st on their federal interest rate. That would that would be good news overall, right? That'd be really good news. If they're confident that inflation is going to keep coming down to the point where they can drop the federal interest rate, great. Maybe we're going to have that sharp decline we talked about on yesterday's hot sheet in inflation. And if the Fed feels confident about that, you'll see them do a reduction on January 31st, February 1st, or, put, or announce a reduction or potentially even pause. Not too many people believe they're going to pause that quickly, but that's ultimately what we want to see. We won't see that if housing has this huge inflationary uh, result this spring where houses go continue to go multiple contracts and go shooting up in value. The Fed, I promise you, does not want to see that. The only thing that we can do right now to combat that, we don't want to see in mortgage interest rates go up, would be an increase in inventory. Agents, now nobody's going to sell to go homeless, obviously. Logan Motoshami talks about that all the time. But if there's somebody sitting on the fence, agents really need to do their do their job of educating people on now on why now is a critical time uh, to get that house onto the market. Talking about realtors, let's see where their head is at. What's the realtor's confidence right now? NAR does a realtor confidence index every single month. And December is out. You can find this in our daily download link below. There's also a PDF here if you wanted to pull that up and go deeper into any of this information. First time uh, buyers represented 31% of buyers, up from 28% one month ago. So we're going to see a lot of these people who have never bought a home coming in in early 2023 because life is demanding that now's the time for them. They're, they're fed up. Maybe they've got, you know, too many pets or too many kids, a growing family, or they've, you know, recently found a new job. They're relocating. First time home buyers are on the rise. 28% of buyers were all cash sales, nearly unchanged from 26% last month and up from 23% in December, 2021. 57% of respondents reported properties sold in less than one month. Okay, that's a good number. You know, somebody's concerned. Well, how long is it going to take to sell my house? Well, NAR reports that 57% of, uh, you know, realtors say that the house is sold in less than one month. Okay, so we've got a six out of 10 chance that your house is going to sell in the next 30 days when we price it right, when we market it right, when we do these types of things. And here's what's happening in our market, right? And relating it back to your local market. This is down from 61% a month ago and 79% in December. So that number is starting to drop. And that's some, some added context there. Uh, homes listed received an average of 2.2 offers, nearly flat from November 22 when it was 2.3 and down from 3.8 in December 2.1, uh, 2021. Okay. So uh, we're, we're seeing 2.2 offers on a property and, and listen in the comments, let me know if you've seen 
10 or 15 offers in the last couple of weeks on properties. And it just blows your mind to see that because I know I've seen a whole bunch of stories uh, from agents on just that. Uh, I've got another chart here down below that you can pull on the daily download link for the realtor confidence. Uh, the first time home buyers sales to investors. Okay. Sales to investors down just a tick 16% in December 22. Uh, as opposed to 17% in December 2021. That, that's good. We we probably want to see that come down just a little bit, maybe closer to 15%, uh, 15, 10 or 15% might be more normal. Open up some more inventory for some of these first-time home buyers. Cash sales being up, it's got a lot to do, I'm sure, with, with the mortgage rates. December, remember, December 2021, mortgage rates were in a completely uh, different camp. And days on market, they're up, but they're up seven days. I don't, I don't think one week is a huge concern. So that chart's down below for you as well if you're interested in grabbing that. Okay, here's some of the alternative news to all the good news we've had in housing. And we've got to keep weighing both. We have to look at both sides because if we're, you know, if we're an attorney, if we're a real estate agent and we're sitting in front of one of our clients and they're bringing up good news or bad news, we need to know how to address both. More US companies brace for job cuts amid likely recession survey shows. I promise you, your clients are seeing articles like that. They're seeing articles like this. A top tech analyst just warned another 15 to 20% of big, big tech employees could be laid off over the next six months. I went on Wall Street Journal today and I was just browsing around seeing what was what is Wall Street Journal saying? Are, are, are there a whole bunch of headlines that are similar to this? In fact, they are 3M to cut 2,500 jobs after week earnings report. If I scroll down uh, a little bit, there is uh, or there was there was an article talking about temp workers laid off. Bad sign for I don't see it here, of course. Of course, it disappears. Uh, here it is at the top, yeah, the top two articles, companies shed temp workers, companies shed temp workers in warning sign for labor market. And then right after that 3M to cut 2,500 jobs after week earnings report. There you go. Back to back articles talking about these job cuts. Hopefully the Fed doesn't come out at the end of this month, Jerome Powell and says, okay, we, we need, we need unemployment to go up to really curb inflation. He's hinted towards that at times over the last six months, people go jobless for a long extended period of time, then certainly we're going to see a, an impact on housing for sure. People that are, that are paying a mortgage right now, whether it's 3%, 6% or 20%, I don't care what percent the mortgage is, they lose their job. It's going to impact their ability to keep their house. You could argue that that's going to be good for inflation. I think overall, that's going to be really bad for our economy as a whole and create a longer recovery than necessary. Okay. Right now we're seeing a lot of signs and th this is from uh, Nick Timoros from wall street journal unemployed Americans. He tweeted out are spending more time out of work as employers slow down hiring from a red hot pace earlier in the pandemic. This chart is available for you in the daily download. Overall postings, this gray line is down. Banking and finance down. Human resources down. Software development 
Job postings on Indeed changed from one year earlier all way down. So people are not only cutting back, people meaning companies are not only cutting back on hiring, they've slowed down, uh, or I'm sorry, cutting back on current staff, they've slowed down hiring altogether. These are things right now, to me, along with the lack of inventory that are very concerning. I don't want people to lose their jobs just to increase inventory. And we're like fighting this friction point right now where the two, it's like, okay, maybe, uh, you know, to Fed's point, maybe people do have to lose their jobs in order for us to get some inventory. I don't want to see that. I think it's going to be cause for a, a much more unhealthy recovery and a much longer recovery. Uh, also from Wall Street J Journal, uh, Sarah Cheney Cambon uh, tweeted out, what corporate layoffs, job openings at companies with at least 5,000 employees hit a record high in September. You see the chart there, and I do have it available for you in the daily download. Just a complete straight line up for companies with at least 5,000 employees. Th these are things that as I'm sitting there educating somebody about the housing market, and what does 2023 look like? Well, how many of these stories continue to pop up throughout the week? How many more layoffs are we going to be faced with? Seemingly every single week, we're hearing about more and more job cuts, more layoffs, more slowed job growth. And if that continues to happen, the second half of 2023 market may not feel like it feels right now to a lot of real estate agents who are posting high activity. Uh, you know, high activity does not always necessarily mean a healthy market. We we want to get back to a place where it's a more functional, healthy market, healthy economy. Another trend that is going to, and this isn't a trend, I guess this is happening. I, I could cross my fingers and hope it doesn't, uh, but it looks like this is the case because this is going to push more people into more businesses rather into creating uh, job openings at their company through job cuts. Business taxes rising just as U.S. economy heads into choppy water. Okay, so corporate tax hikes posed, poised rather to take effect this year, dinging American businesses. Uh, combined, the tax increases are projected to cost businesses about $115 billion this year, a big increase from years past, according to the Joint Committee on Taxation. The impact of tax increases in a recessionary period uh, we are highly concerned, the Managing Vice President of Tax and Domestic Economic Policy at the National Association of Manufacturers told Fox Business, some of the items that have already taken effect that Congress failed to reserve, res uh, reverse at the end of the year are causing pain for a lot of our members. Their members are business owners. If $115 billion is going to be a new tax levied on businesses across America, you might you might see a bunch of tweets out there say, "Hey, don't feel bad for these businesses." The reality is, the employer, uh, the employee, not the employer, is going to be the one that ultimately pays, either an employee or a consumer, and an employee is going to pay with the cost of their job. Businesses are in the business to stay in business, and if they have to pay this new tax, that again is going to be something else that is riding against a you know, more job losses or, or more jobs being produced 
throughout this year. Something to keep an eye on and something I'd be cautioning everybody about the second half of 2023. Don't get high on what's happening in a in what always happens in a spring market. Activity always goes up. More home shoppers always are out there. Don't get too used to that as it relates to the entire 2023 market. Where are we sitting right now on the 10 year? We want to keep our eye on this. Uh, we want we want it to start going down again today, just like yesterday. It is up just a little bit. It was down earlier uh, this morning, but it is up a little bit now over 3.5, 3.540 on the 10-year yield. Yesterday, when I saw this slight increase on this show, my prediction was that the 30-year would get to 6.20 or 6.21. Uh, let me know in the comments if you were watching yesterday and you remember me saying that because I nailed the prediction once again. Yesterday was, in fact, coming in at 6.2. So with the 10-year being up a tick today, I expect us to be somewhere around 6.23 when the 30-year comes out later today. Ultimately, being in the low sixes is really good news for all buyers and home shoppers out there who are applying for a mortgage and thinking about buying this spring, it is helping affordability. And as we've talked about the last two days, inventory is going to be that one thing that helps affordability even more. Uh, later today here on BAM YouTube, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss anything. We have going premiering live at two o'clock, the Real Word podcast. We're going to be talking, if you're an investor, a real estate investor, or if you are representing real estate investors, advising real estate investors, we have a topic on Airbnbs that you do not want to miss. I promise you three o'clock live on YouTube in our live feed. We're going to be streaming a webinar with keeping current matters, unpacking this 2023 market. So if you love the hot sheet, this webinar at three o'clock with myself and David Childers is going to be going much, much deeper on these topics. There is a link to sign up on nowbam.com. Uh, right here. You do not want to miss that. Go to nowbam.com, grab that link, sign up so you don't miss the live three o'clock webinar with myself and David Childers. Really appreciate everybody tuning in this morning. We're going to be back tomorrow, Wednesday at 930 live as we do every single day. I can't wait to see you. Have a great day. See you tomorrow.